Hello, everybody. Hello, and welcome back to episode 19 of the Reality Wagon Big Brother podcast. My name is Anthony, and normally the next thing you'd hear would be Andrew's voice saying, and my name is Andrew, and we would just get right into it. But today, today Andrew decided to, to decide to fly the coop. Our, our baby boy's gone abroad. Uh, not even abroad. He's, he's going to Salt Lake City, the, the, the Mormon capital of the world, to go get in touch with, with Joseph Smith. Um, but instead, who we have today is my lovely, darling sister, Tori. Tori, go ahead and just let the people know who you are, dog. Just like speak your truth. Um, I'm Tori. I'm 18. You don't have to give your age. I guess you can. <laughs> <laughs> hi, t- hi, I'm Tori. I'm 18. I'm a Scorpio and I love to party. I'm an Aries. Yep. Uh, um. I'm in college, but I'm taking classes from home. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, add her to the list of people that are getting fucked by coronavirus. But not even like that bad, you know? Just because like there are people actually dying from it. And Tori's just a little inconvenienced because she has to take school from home. Um, but yeah, so Andrew decided to abandon the podcast this week. I would never. Mostly because I don't have plans or friends. Um, and this is kind of all I got. So I'm never leaving. I ain't never leaving, but you can go ahead and, uh, and I think we're just going to, we're going to go ahead and I want to tell just a little bit about like basically my big brother upbringing was that, um, I had never heard, or I, I had like heard of the show, but I didn't know what it was for the longest time. I just knew it was on CBS and like, I used to watch survivor a little bit and stuff like that. But with big brother, um, all of a sudden it just started being recorded on my DVR and I was like, I, I don't, okay, whatever. I came downstairs one time. So like, I don't even know, Troy. Look up what year Big Brother Seventeen was on, because I don't remember. Because um, it was a year that I was in high school still, so I was probably a junior. Maybe I might have even been a senior in high school. And I came on. I, I came downstairs, and and uh, Tori and I think my dad were like watching Big Brother in the living room. And I was like, "What is this?" And Tori's like, "Big Brother." And I was like, "That sounds lame." It was 2015, so you were a senior. It was. It no. was summer of 2015 summer of 2015 okay all right Wait, yeah so you were a freshman in college no i was yeah i was going into my freshman year of you college in the fall um so yeah so that was um I, I came downstairs and tori was like i'm watching my brother i was like sounds dumb but i got nothing to do i'll chill here for a little bit um ended up absolutely falling in love with the seat with the show and uh big brother 17 is still my favorite episode set favorite season of big brother um even going all the way back, I think mostly because I just have fond memories with like trying to learn the game for the first time and like pick up on the strategy and stuff like that. Like learning what a backdoor was, learning what alliances were, like trying to figure out all the strategy on the fly I'm was so fascinating. You didn't find this before me because you're into like the strategy and yeah. like the mind yeah. part. I was just more into like the, the fun the, competitions. The f- <laughs> <laughs> you liked Otev and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, that's a good point. I mean, I do really like shows like this. Um, I just, maybe I wasn't even looking. I didn't even think a show like this even existed at that point. So, uh, I came to this very, very late. So I am, I am a super fan. I, I classify myself as a super fan. I have a fucking podcast. I'm a super fan. I don't care what anyone has to say. Big brother fandom, you can come for me, but you just have to understand that I was like a child most of the time that these episodes were airing. That makes a good like audition. Yeah. Well, background. I mean, the, having the podcast about it. Yeah. I mean, who who would possibly be thinking that many steps ahead about how, when they have to submit their Big Brother audition in a couple years? Well, if we're talking steps ahead, talk about Will Kirby. All right. So here's what we're gonna do, right? So Tori, Tori's obsessed with. So we we've been doing our Big Brother All Star redraft. Um, uh, f- since oh my god, for about three four weeks now, and we've actually got really good engagement out of it. Like we're getting like retweets and favorites by like some of the cast. Uh, shout out Danielle Reyes, one of my favorites of all time. Danielle, you're a sweetheart. Um, we just uh, she just commented on our on our Instagram post about Marcellus that went up yesterday. So we just drafted Marcellus. Um, we actually, as of recording this right now, because we're recording this right after the episode ended, forty five minutes after the episode ended, um, we are talking about uh, we just posted about Andy Heron. Do you know Andy Heron? I don't. What season? He came from Big Brother 15. Before my time. Yeah, it was a little before my time too. So I went back and I watched Big Brother 16, 15, 14, and 13. And I've seen a bit of 12. Um, and then I've watched like bits and pieces of the older seasons too. Um, like Big Brother 10 uh, with Dan and stuff like that. Uh, but Big Brother 15 is a really bad one. 
You want to know why it's a really bad one, Tori? Tell me. Because they were really racist. I heard about that, okay, actually. Right. I heard about that. <laughs> okay. All right. What have you heard? Um, don't repeat any of the words. You're on audio. <laughs> Even in referential, don't repeat any of the words. No, I've only... You guys talked about it on a previous one, right? Sure fucking did. It was Enzo. No. With, no. You were... It ta- the same episode you talked about Enzo with the white claws that's the last time <laughs> it might have been <laughs> you were talking about it on there yeah i was like enzo was not in season 15 enzo also never said anything racist i don't think yeah i, I hope not knock on wood um but yeah so dan or er, uh andy heron uh was the winner of big brother 15 and i think andy heron is, is a really good player that's lost to time mostly because no one from big brother 15 is ever really acknowledged by cbs anymore because the season was such a train wreck they write it off it's like a it's like a skipped chapter in big brother history it's like they pretend it never happened because it led to them doing a lot more in terms of casting the right people and stuff like that because they casted a whole bunch of people that were like really not good people I'm talking about like aaron uh, uh gina marie uh, even I like Amanda Zuckerman. I think I, I do like Amanda Zuckerman. I always thought she was pretty hot, but she's uh, a really not a good person. So like Big Brother 15 is a turning point in the entire Big Brother chronology. I'd say it's almost the flip between old school and new school Big Brother. So when they talk about like like old school Big Brother, I think that kind of ends it at Big Brother 15. I kind of wish old school Big Brother was like, like well, never really left. What do you associate with old school big brother like what what is what is old school big brother to you like maybe not the players but like what's what's maybe like just a couple strategies and it can be tough so i'll help you out like along the way if you get i feel struck. like old big brother was less the social game explain like i feel like now like jury management is a little bit more like emphasized yeah and then also um well no no i know what you mean so with like jury manager so the game was very much it wasn't nearly as social it, it was a social game still and you wanted to play like a good social game but um people weren't really worried about making moves and also when you talk about like a jury and jury management when you're playing big brother now it's almost about as as easy as as easy as you let people down like if you like stab them in the front like that's what they always talk about. It's like stab me in the front before you stab me in the back. Stabbing people in the back used to be like a respected move in Big Brother. It used to be like after you got voted out, like you'd be like, "Oh, good move." Like you know, you wouldn't get they wouldn't be like as butthurt about it. Um, but I uh, I do agree with you that I think there should be elements of old school Big Brother still introduced. Something else I feel like old school Big Brother like no one waited to make big moves. Yeah. I, now they yeah, wait good too point. late in the season. Like they were they started taking shots at each other like. It was either like last week. Not even. Not like. I mean, I they, mean they, they, they did even during the triple. No one took shots yeah, at each exactly. other. Exactly. Like before. And I also feel like the voting. I feel like you, I think you guys have touched on this before. The voting like in past year, like in the most recent years. Unanimous usually. Yeah, it's unanimous. Yeah. And it's like no one wants to be like the like no one wants to be the, the outsider vote. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's you, people get singled out for the outsider vote. And then vote. that's what happened with Tyler and Christmas. Tyler and Tyler and Christmas would happen with with uh, uh, Davon and Kevin earlier. It makes it less fun to watch yeah because they build up to it and right. they're always they always like say like say enzo's like oh i'm planning on making this oh big and then move. i'm like gonna make the meow 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 big it's move like, no one it's ends like, up making it in the enzo, end you haven't made a move all game um and that's my biggest thing with with this is that you have a whole bunch of old school players and stuff like that that are coming in and playing a new school game so i'm like danny danny isn't a new school big brother player she played in big brother i think seven and big brother like 11 like those were her last seasons and stuff so i don't get I don't get the the emphasis that that a lot of these players have on playing this game that is inherently boring. Um, and Andrew and I were talking about this in the last one. Is that if I'm ever on Big Brother, if I'm ever like blessed enough to be on it, and I honestly I would consider it a blessing because I have like that much admiration for the show and I absolutely love it. And you can I laugh the same way, but like, let's the three of us, me, you, and Brendan. I like that sibling thing. Do you think they're gonna cast three siblings in one season? You know how you guys were talking about someone needs to shave their head? I will gladly shave. Oh, it's gonna my, be you. I will shave my head to be on that show. Okay, all right, all right. Listen, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I, I think if you took one for the team and shaved your head, I think that would I be. I think like that would show the most dedication. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm not shaving my head for Big Brother. <laughs> I'll di- I'll dye it blonde like a moron, like I did already. But uh, but yeah. So I I do wish that players took. Uh, had more emphasis on making a big move because making a big making those big moves used to be 
uh, a key thing that was important to winning. Like, I don't know how people in jury even like decide like who they want to win because no one really makes big moves. You but they do it. They do it based on like, like, like there's such thing as a better. You've heard of a better jury. Yeah. So like a better jury is a, a great example of a better jury is in Paul's second season. That's a better jury. That's when Paul had a final two with Raven and Matt and Matt and, and Elena and, and, and the big dude. Yeah. Whatever his name Mark. was. Mark. <laughs> the Hulk. <laughs> Shrek. He, he was like the Hulk, but like a teddy bear. <laughs> yeah. He was like crying all the time. Uh, then he had a final two with like Christmas and Josh and then the uh, the cowboy dude and Alex. Like he had, he had everyone in the final nine had a final two or had a final three with, with Paul. So like it was very interesting watching that season and going like, damn, Paul should win this, right? Paul should win this because he's aligned with everybody. He's got friendship and he's got all his stupid bracelets and he was able to (laughs) save people. Paul's advantages that season were so overpowered. Like I've never seen someone be given that much, like that much power. For being like, because didn't he come in second the first season? He came in second the first season. People trusted him too much. I wouldn't have. They should have saw how you played the first season, which was very similar to how you played the second season. Yeah. But, um, so in that first season, if that in that original Paul season or that second Paul season, um, because he was aligned with everyone all the way, he thought he was going to do fine. He was actually very cocky. He was very confident. He took Josh at the end. He took he cut out Christmas because he thought that Christmas had better relationships with people in the house. So he took Josh, who had managed to manipulate and alienate people, um, and he thought people were was gonna were gonna respect his game in the jury. The problem is, is that a whole bunch of them were bitter about having been cut by Paul. So Paul ended up losing by one vote. Um, and it's actually, it was Cody Nixon's vote. So like Cody from Jess and Cody. He was the most bitter. He was. He was a very bitter juror. No, no, they all were. Paul Paul came for his game and tried to blow up his game immediately. Granted, Cody took the first shot, but he didn't know that Paul had like four weeks of, of like, uh, he had like a four week like pass from being up on the block, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, so I don't uh. I don't really know. I, I, I really want this season. It, I wanted so much more from this season, but I also didn't expect. I, I, I kind of expected this from the cast. I feel like CBS didn't do a great job casting all stars. Wait, wait, wait. You don't think they did a good job casting all stars? Wait, wait. Do you think that maybe like my Big Brother all star redraft is better than CBS casting? I a thousand percent think that. And where can they see that rest- that redraft? You can Tori? see it on the Reality Wagon Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, it's up on both actually. It's pretty yeah. interesting. Um, Go follow. Yeah, definitely follow. Um, toss us a follow. Engage with us. We're cool over there. Tori's not on it, but she doesn't even follow me. Sorry, I still let her on my podcast. I though. Ind- I I follow you. You do not on any platform. It's all right. I'm not going to go ahead. But we're not going to bicker. Not here. Not right now. We're gonna come correct on the mic, and we're not bit, we're not bickering. <laughs> um, let's do a little bit of a rundown because, like, like I said, uh, and we've been as you, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, we're not invested in the season the same way that we were. Um, but I, I, we, we do take notes on it and stuff. We do really like talking about the season, but the the cast isn't good. the The content's not great. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of this cast and this way of playing Big Brother. Twenty eight more days. In the finale. No, twenty. That's what I meant. Uh, you you really got that, my hopes down. <laughs> you you really like you should have seen my face after you said twenty eight days. I was like, uh <laughs> what? Did they add eight more days to this bullshit? Um so the biggest move that I've seen made in a in a few weeks, just so dumb because it was a non move. The biggest move was a non-move, and it was when Enzo convinced Tyler and Christmas to go ahead and try and flip against Nicole in the double eviction, because he said, I'm with you, and then he flipped off of it, and then ended up voting out David anyway, so he isolated Christmas and Tyler. Did you recognize that move? I did. What did you think of that? I mean, I, I, so I thought it was a little bit, it was a good move. It was a good move, and I'll tell you why. I don't think I didn't expect it from him for some reason. You so you thought he was going to stick to his word, and I actually thought vote. he was. I thought he was going to stick to it. Okay, I thought it was a good move. I thought it was a good move for him. And listen, it wasn't a good move for me as a watcher because I wanted to see something <laughs> shaken up, and nothing happened. 
Um, I liked the fact that Enzo went and created a clear duo that had decided to vote out in a different way. You know what I mean? They decided to go ahead and they were like, we're going to flip the vote. We're going to go ahead and take a shot at, at Nicole while we can. And Enzo said, yeah, yeah, we are, we are, we are, we are, we are. And then decided to flip on it. And then he created two pariahs. So he created Tyler and Christmas, who were both up on the on the block this week for that exact same reason. And that was the reasoning that they used on this. Was they said, oh man, like, okay, we got to get out Tyler, Christmas. Like, they're the two that voted against you, Nicole. So Nicole's pissed at both of them. Um, Cody's pissed at both of them. So, like, these are the moves that, and, and, and Enzo was the one that actually flipped. So, like, like, that is a smart game move. What I will say is that he didn't make a big move because all he did was he was like, I'm going to take a big move. It's time to make a big move, yo. Come on, bro. That's it, bro. We got to make a big, big move, yo. He hyped up the move, but then, as we saw in tonight's episode, like, it paid off in a way. Like, getting Tyler out was, like, because... You think you have like Christmas? I don't think she's as good as a competitor as she thinks she is. Uh, no, 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 no. And then you have like Nicole still in there. I don't know how because she hasn't won anything. So getting Tyler out, I feel like it was an indirect big move. Getting Tyler out is a huge move. Yeah. It's a huge move. And like, I, and I, don't, I, I don't know I, if Enzo knew that he was, it was going to come to that or I not. I think he had an idea. I, I this is, the, so watching the Thursday night episode specifically, maybe even a little bit of the Wednesday night episode. Um, this is the first time where like I, I, on the outside, right. I've been watching some of the live feeds. I've been following Twitter. I've been watching all the episodes and I would say that Enzo has been in really good shape the, the entire season. You can go back to our, our, when we used to do our tier lists. Um, uh, Enzo was in our like elite tier for pretty much the whole season. He was also in our winners tier for, for when we swapped our, our formatting a little bit. Like Enzo has been at the top of our board for Andrew and I for basically the entire game, knowing how well he's been set up with everybody. Anytime there's anyone on the, the any, anyone, there's an HOH, um, I sit there and I go, is Enzo susceptible to being put up this week? And for the entire season. He hasn't been up, right? No. The entire season, it's always been like the same rotation of people. He's, he's never been nominated. Like, he, 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 I don't know. So to make it to the end, right? There's been one person who's made it to the end without ever, ever having been nominated. Like ever? Yeah. Who? Derek Lavasser. I've heard he's a good player. So you never watched Big Brother 16? I've never seen it. That's a... Um, if you ever want to see textbook Big Brother, like textbook new school Big Brother, if you go into the house, you kind of want to play like, play like him and you'll win. It's very hard. He's, he's a smart guy. He was a he's a pro, uh, uh, undercover detective outside of the house. So he went into the house and he was like basically being an un- undercover detective and he was doing really good. He could tell when people were lying to him and stuff like that. Um... I don't know if Enzo gets to the end without ever having been nominated because it's very, 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 very hard to do. Uh, because once you get down to the final four, you have to somehow avoid that nomination. So when you get down to the final four, you have to like either win that HOH or be close enough with the person who won the HOH that you're not one of the two that get put up. 50% of the house gets nominated at the final four. I'm confused about how that's going to work because okay. everyone is so intertwined. You think so, right? With final twos and final threes sure. and all these things so like i don't know so let's let's do a little bit of a breakdown right because that's a good point i actually like that and this will help us i guess sort of parse out where everybody sits in the house and i'm not going to spoil anything because there's nothing to spoil at this point the episode was live tonight so like everything that i say you'll know everything that you like everyone knows everything really all right so who's left in the house christmas yep nicole yep memphis mm-hmm. you um cody yep Enzo. Yep. Five people left in the house. Who do you think is at the top of that? Who, who, well, two, two things, right? Who do you think is going to win out of those five? Right now, I think Enzo, just because he did, like, state that he, like, all of his alliances, and he's protected on all sides. I think so, too. Like, he, he's, he's my, he's, I'll he's choose him as my exposed. winner as well. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he has, I, I think he has enough people that have him in. He's a final two. With Cody, he's a final two with Enzo, or not Enzo? He's a final two with Memphis. He has a he doesn't have a final two with Nicole, but he has a final two with he's a final three with Christmas. He, yes, he is in a final three with guys. Christmas. Yep. So like those people are going to help him carry him all the way to the end. Um, I think Cody's also in a really good spot with this now. Unfortunately, as much as I hate that, he's just steamrolled this whole season. He's won six competitions. 
Six. I didn't realize that, but now that I think. Six. He's won three, he H- three HOH and three veto. He's won six competitions. Little tangent. I can't believe Tyler played in every veto except for one. So here's How the thing. How did he get picked? Yep. Um, so I did a little research earlier in the season um, because I, even in Tyler's original season, Tyler got picked almost all the time too. So there's such thing as veto luck. And I think, who is it? Nicole F has, or not Nicole F, Nicole A. A Nicole Anthony has like some of the worst veto luck in the history of big brother like it's so veto luck is basically however many times you could have played in a veto and whether you were picked or not so it's it's a percentage it's it's a ratio um i think nicole a has one of the lowest ones tyler has the the best uh veto pick ratio best veto luck ratio in the history of big brother that's crazy yep he's picked every single week i i he what he, he just didn't play he didn't play in one veto this year i think it was one that he didn't play in. yeah I mean, he, was, he was probably the uh no no, <laughs> no i mean like no, no no it's it's obviously like if you're the hoh yeah. you you are playing in it but um and if you're on the block you're playing in it too so everyone has anyone has an opportunity to play in a veto but um cody cody won hoh this week cody won veto this week i'm i'm so sick of cody I mean, he's. I think he's a good player in a way. No, I think he is too. I think I think he's like, doing everything right. But I want him to win. No. No. No, it's not fun. Not it, really. No. You root for underdogs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, I mean, who? So, who were you rooting for at the beginning of the season? Give me, give me a couple names. Give me, give me a few names. Who you were a big fan of? Because I think I know, but I just want to hear it from you. I really liked Kaser. Okay. And I liked Janelle. Okay. Um. What were they called? Jacer. Jacer. I loved Jacer. Okay. Um, <laughs> Who else? Come up with a couple more. Like, like just, just like I, I, I wanted Davon to pull through. Yeah. I really wanted yeah. that. Um, I think those are like the top three. That's like, fair. Everyone else was kind of just like, like Keisha. Like I saw her originally, and I was like, I don't like you're just a copy of Danny. She w- she looked like Danny's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Keisha, I hope you never hear this. Um, but yeah, she was... Uh, I know what you mean. Um, I liked those same people. Uh, and also going into the house, I didn't really... I, I knew Janelle and like I'd followed like Janelle's season. I knew who she was. She's a legend of the game. I knew that going in and stuff like that. I'd seen some of her... her, um, her like They do like um, super cuts of like all of their best moves and stuff and all their best scenes from their seasons and everything. So I knew who she was. Kaser, I didn't know that much about. I ended up liking Kaser more as the season went on, but I did not know who Kaser was. I'm not going to lie to anybody and pretend that I did. Um, I liked Ian. Oh, Ian. That, that's the other one I liked. And I'm, I liked Tyler going into the season. Tyler what, Tyler was one of the best seasons of, best uh, gameplays of Big Brother I've ever seen. And he, he is one of, to me, He's he is, I think... I think he's in the top three of, of greatest Big Brother players to have never won. Maybe top two. Probably top two with him and Paul. I liked Tyler in his season. Yep. But I feel like I didn't really want to root for him this season. Why? Because he was... When they threw out the All-Star season, I was like... I remembered back to like hearing... Like, I've heard about Derek. So, it's yeah. like, I know, like, these people are really good. Obviously, they turned out not <laughs> to yeah, right. pick the best cast. Yeah. But I was like... Like, I don't think Tyler... Like, I don't know if he's as good as a player. I feel Mm. like he was surrounded by some really bad people. Yeah, yeah. He was in a really... So season 20 was actually... I mean, it was the last, like, half-interesting season. Yeah. Because 21 was a snooze fest. Yeah, that was the worst. I I can't name anyone on there. Oh, you know what? I couldn't either, and I had to refresh (laughs) myself. Rockstar? No, that was season, still season 20. <laughs> okay. um, season 21 was Nicole, Anthony. I didn't realize she made it far. David. <laughs> that says enough. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Anthony finished third. Yeah. It was like Holly and Jackson and Annalise and uh, the tall racist oh. one who looked like Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. And then the other racist one and then oh, the Asian girl. It, it was Jack. Jack and Jackson. Jack Jack, Jack and Mickey. They went by Jack and Mickey. That was like the most like cookie cutter cast ever. They were all the same. They were but they were, but they weren't. So like Cliff was in that season. I liked Cliff. I loved Cliff. I loved Cliff. (laughs) Cliff Um Kemi was in that season. I liked Kemi on the show. Kemi Kemi was good, but Kemi's Who's Kemi? 
she was um she was in the safety or not the safety suite she was in like the camp comeback thing she was one of like, the, the third people out or second people out. oh i i remember i didn't like her she was um you're gonna get canceled on twitter um was she really rude yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah she was like she wouldn't go and campaign for herself to the hoh she's like i don't have to do that and then they they evicted her and she's like wow i can't believe they did that yeah. it's like well you didn't you didn't go and try and make friends you, you got to play the game you got to play the big brother game um but like that whole season was so effing lame i hated that so much this season is somehow worse i would trade it in for last season and i and we were talking about it earlier while we were watching and i was like yeah I, i'm gonna i would i would trade it in in a heartbeat um so yeah was we were talking about big brother 20 and like like tyler being good i want to see tyler again i kind of wanted to see cody again but also like which cody uh, uh i'm talking about the cody that's in the house right now uh, uh oh, califuri yeah i kind of wanted to see cody again because i saw him play with with um derek the first time and they, that was that was a good they were good they were really good at the game um derek was clearly better but cody was good at the game um i'm trying to think of who was also in the house memphis i did not want to see memphis was carried by dan in his season um and then gave one of the worst jury performances you've ever seen so if you listen to this right now i suggest that you pause it go ahead and look up uh big brother 10 jury uh speech by memphis uh and be and sit down with a with a nice uh munchy snack and enjoy because it is a terrain wreck dan wipes the floor with him he didn't even stand a shot See, Memphis from the beginning of the season, I looked at him. He's been a douche. Yes. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, I would I would hope that you wouldn't. You're my little sister. We don't use <laughs> swear words in this household. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't like him from the beginning. I started to like him a little bit towards the beginning. And then, again, he lost my... What, what turned you off of Memphis? I honestly couldn't put my finger on it. I don't know if it's like personally... I think he's like I don't like him personally. That's fair. Or if it's strictly a game no, you can thing. you can just like dislike people's faces. I think his face is definitely part of it. He's got a really punchable face. He does. Not that I would ever punch him. I'm just <laughs> saying his face is it's round and soft. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I his face is part of it. Mm. I think his voice and just him as a whole. Like I just I can't root for someone like that yeah no i i get that and and i don't like him either and i don't like him for other reasons the reason i don't like him is that he was he, he's been routinely making fun of ian for his autism see you have the live feeds right yeah. Yeah. so like you know way more about like danny and memphis right and like their comments on ian yeah than I do. yeah we have been a we have been a a, a fucked danny donato 2020 podcast uh since the jump uh, i think since like week one um she was shitting on ian really hard right from the beginning for having autism she thought he was using his autism as a as a like a tool in the house as like leverage to try and earn people's sympathy uh, danny donato confirmed not a good person wears stupid hats incredibly stupid hats. she has this world's stupidest hats danny <laughs> listen right i have insulted you over and over and over again and i'm not stopping I'm not going to insult you for anything that you can't change about yourself. You know, like how you insulted Ian about things that he can't change about himself. I'm not going to stoop that low. I will say that you wear really stupid hats. Um, your hair dye looks fake as fuck. Uh, your lipstick looks like garbage during that jury bit. Like when they went in the jury house, your lipstick looked like like terrible. It looks like, like a car paint job. And uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, my God. I, listen, I'll come back next week and I'll have my full thesaurus out to just really rip into I would, you Danny. I would put a lot of money that there is Botox in that face. Oh buddy yeah <laughs> there's Botox in that face and apparently there's no money in that bank account because she and her husband uh, b -b 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 broke that's why you rack on big brother um, <laughs> not because anyone wanted to see you because you needed a payday uh, there we go done alright I got all my I got all my Danny Donato whatever because um, you're the worst you're the worst, um, Danny. But also, uh, Memphis isn't good either because Memphis has actually been hammering it even harder and uh, has been like shitting on on Ian for more I stuff too. I heard that there was they had to come into the house. No, there was like a petition online to kick Memphis out of the yep, house. Sure was, sure was. Also, he's been targeting like like David and stuff all season and being like really condescending and like like not like racist, but definitely a little like like triggering towards him and like being very inflammatory and, and being very in, incendiary like towards 
towards David and like trying to get a rise out of him and stuff. Like it's very, uh, very bullying, but also like, I don't even mind bullying. Bullying is whatever. Like bullying in the house happens and stuff. I'd prefer you don't, but like, honestly, it is, it is a power struggle. It is, it is a power struggle. But with David's like past and big brother, he had to come in knowing he was going to get bullied. Like he was on an all-star season when he got evicted the first night. Yeah, no, I understand that, that he knew he was coming in Um, with, I guess... Like, that doesn't give Memphis a pass or anything, but, like... No, I, there, I know, I know. There is room and... No, no, there is, there is, and I know what you're trying to say, and, and I, I, to a degree, agree with you in that, like, when David came back on the show, he had a target on his back because no one else saw him as, a, as, a, as an actual all-star because everyone had finished relatively high up in their seasons, for the most part. Someone like Bailey and Davon, like, did not finish high in their seasons, any of them. I was confused about Bailey. I don't know why she came back. Um, she was out pre-jury, pre-jury in her season. Um, I think she was out pre-jury in her season, or maybe no. I think they nope. I think he was out. She was out pre-jury pre-jury in her season. Um, she is extremely likable. I really like Bailey. Um, I think she had some of her reads right in her first season, but she just got targeted by the other side of the house, and it was game over. Like she was part of Faute. Oh God! Throwback to what's her name? Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> with her third eye and like her <laughs> She was horrible. Yeah. But Faute is Faute is one of the worst alliances of all time. Um listen, I'm not gonna beat around the bush here. Uh they're really, really bad. They used they just cannibalize themselves. They won like four they won like four HOHs in a row. And didn't people from their alliance they just kept taking out people from their own alliance. Yeah. And it was like, why don't you take shots at the other side of the house that's like clearly trying to go against you? And like, they just kept planting seeds and stuff. They kept... It, one of the worst performances I've ever seen. I'll stand by it. It's one of the worst alliances ever. Um, but like, the worst part about this season... And I'll throw it back to old school Big Brother a little bit. Is that you'd have rival alliances. You'd have alliances that were against each other. The alliance is just... Like now alliances are just like the house minus three people. That's what I've been saying. Explain your thought. Like I keep getting, it's the committee. The commission is. Commission is within the committee. Okay. The committee was like six people. Yep. But like when you get down to like once, like, cause I don't think that was formed at the very beginning. Was it? Kind of was in the first few weeks. But like six people. Is, is already a, it's already a plurality in the house. Yeah. Like. You're not accomplishing anything. And then it's like final six, final six. Final six does nothing. If you're in the final six, you don't strike me as a good player. You know how many weak people have made it to a final six? Exactly. You know how many, do you know how many weak people have made it to a final two? The only thing that matters is how you play the game. It does not matter what place you end up at. David ended up at eight. He, like like in, the, in Derek's season, you haven't seen it. So I'll provide a little bit of context, but whatever. Final three in, in Derek's season. So in Big Brother 16, it was Derek who ended up winning, Cody, who ended up taking to the final two, and a girl named Victoria. No relation. I've heard of her. Um, There's no reason you should have. She never won a comp. Did she have a really annoying voice? Yeah, she had a pretty annoying voice. Okay, I know her from that. Um, She was like kind of young. She had a pretty annoying voice, but she was a goat. They dragged her to the end because they didn't want to take somebody else who could win. They dragged her to the end. She didn't win anything. She hardly ever went up on the block. I think she went up on the block a few times, but she was never the 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 target. She was always a pawn. That is such a smart move. You drag someone to the end that you know you can beat. It's why I think Nicole is still in this game. See, Nicole, I honestly, like thinking about the season. It's, it's also why I think Tyler was keeping David around for as long as he was. David, I'm like Tyler trust, like trying to like group in david i was a little confused about that but now that you make that point well, it's here sorry we'll, we'll talk on a couple things at the same time is that um uh i think there's also an element of when you're in the house uh you want to keep people around for the optics and how they look to the people on the outside something that people in old school big brother didn't play and didn't care about as as much was how people saw them like how the audience saw them because yeah. now you have people like Nicole Franzel. They go out to the outside world, and now they're an influencer. They're not an they're not an aspiring nurse anymore. They're an influencer. They sell diet tea on Instagram that makes you have diarrhea. That's what they do. <laughs> that that that's that's what they do, and that's their job full time is to be an influencer. So, 
if that's what you want to do, if you're Tyler and you want to have your jewelry, your vegan jewelry brand, <laughs> like, like you can do that. Um, but you just have to make sure that you play your cards right in the house or else people are going to see you as a villain. People are going to dislike you. People are going to cancel you on Twitter for the way that you treated minorities in the house or treated women in the house or whatever you did. You have to play the game understanding that you are being watched 24 seven. And, and that's, that is something that where new school, big brother, they actually care about that now, which like, I guess it's good to care in a way. Cause like, it's just human decency in a way. It is. But like, it takes away from the game i know what you're saying and i'm gonna stop you before you say something that you don't want to say um (laughs) it takes away from the game yes i i I like that they're a little more conscious because then you don't run into big brother 15 things where where they where julie pulls them out of the house afterwards and was like you know you were like a huge racist racist bitch right and then aaron's like what no i didn't mean it we're just from the south that's how we talk and it's like no 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 you don't no people aren't supposed to say those words you know what i mean um the the thing now is that everyone is very conscious about what they say it's almost it's too cautious it is but tori i'd prefer they be cautious and not say racist bad things no you don't need to say bad things you just need to like i don't know well here's the thing is that i've always said is that i wish they cast better if you cast the right people so here's right tori i'm not going to go ahead and, and make myself like a big like like whatever I'm not a hero for just not saying like racial racial slurs. Do you know how easy it is to avoid to avoid saying racial slurs and like avoid like saying offensive things? Incredibly, it's super easy. You know how you know how you do it. You just don't say it in your personal life. If you don't say if if you and I were having a conversation, you'd never hear those words come up because I know if I start saying anything like behind closed doors or anything like that or whatever. Let's say let's say I just started using like random slurs. I would never do it. Let's say I did though. Um, you ever say something behind like like just between two people and then accidentally it like slips out between amongst other people or something like that? It's just because of the way that you talk. So like I swear a lot. So like even in like work calls and stuff like that, I have to like censor my swears out because in my own thought process, I already have swears like flying across the front of my mind just as like as emphasis points. It's it's something that I don't like to do and I wish and I'm trying to actually work on it a lot more is like not swear as much. But if you were accustomed to saying like racist things and like making like bad jokes and stuff like that and using racial slurs, if you're in a house 24 hours a day, seven days a week being watched for a hundred days, then something's going to slip. It's going to slip out. You know what I mean? Cast better people, cast people that are just are genuinely better. And you don't think would ever say those things and have people in their personal lives that are like, yeah, no, they're good people. Trust me. That's how you don't end up with a big brother 15 and you and i go into the house and i wouldn't have to watch what i'm saying i would watch what i'm saying about like about people kind of but not really just like like more so for my own game to make sure that i didn't say like the wrong thing that gets back to the wrong person about something more game related but if you put me in the big brother house i'm not saying racial slurs because i don't say them in my personal life you could have a camera on me 24 hours a day i'm never saying racial slurs i'm i'm pr- I'm preparing for Big Brother. <laughs> I'm, there's, I mean, I'm not preparing for Big Brother. I'm preparing for life and how to be a decent effing person. But if you go ahead and you just cast the right people, you'll never have this issue. And Big Brother has a big problem, a, a number of big problems. And I start with casting. Their casting department is not doing the right things because they haven't cast me yet. And also they're casting bad people, but mostly because they haven't cast me yet. Because the McLaughlin trio hasn't hit yet. Once they cast us, casting's going to improve altogether after that. I can't wait to sell hair extensions on Instagram. <laughs> I cannot wait. No, my hair is a color that all hairdressers die to have. All right, brag so, about it. Brag about it. So we can get a lot of money for these logs. <laughs> That's not an Instagram influencer. You're just going to sell your hair on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what happened? To, I'm going to go bald to go in the house. What are you talking about? Are you going to shave all your hair off? Yeah. And I'll just keep it in bags. <laughs> and, <sell laughs> and then it. get out and be like, this is what my hair looked like <laughs> back when I had it. And then I'll sell it. And if I don't win, I'll make half a million off my hair. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a high value on your hair. Um, I want to talk a little bit about the POV comp. Wait, can we go back? Yes, we can. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to segue into whatever, but yeah, go ahead. Um, Because before we got into that whole like last part... Um, Nicole, I don't know. Like, I didn't watch her original season that she won. That was Big Brother's 
No, you didn't watch that. It was the Wait. Paul season. She beat Paul the first time. She did. She did. She did. The first time. She's been on three times now. Okay. She's actually been on three times now. So her winning season, for some reason, I like forget how she like played or won. Good social game. Okay, because I'm not... Also, see- Paul burned a whole bunch of people as he did in the I'm second season. Because I'm not seeing... Like, I'm not seeing her, like, appeal at all this season. She's not playing a great game. She's playing an excellent social game, but mostly because she's just aligned with the right people. People don't see her as a threat. That's why she's staying around. Which she's aligned I'm with Cody. Which I'm surprised because she was a winner. She did win. And well, She's the- only one of two winners to come back into the house. It's her and Ian. Yeah, and everyone was like, watch out, she's like she already won and stuff. But like I feel like no one's no one cares about that anymore. No, not now. Um, especially because like uh, people in the house are strong players. Like they uh, some of them are. A lot of them are. Um where I don't know if they're necessarily scared by Nicole, because all of them had winners in their season. A lot of them made it to the final two. A lot of them were never evicted. Cody was never evicted. Memphis was never evicted. Tyler was never evicted. All these people made it to the very end. Enzo was was made it to the final three so like it's just interesting um that how they're not viewing her as that big of a threat and i wouldn't be either because they all know she hasn't she's not winning comps she isn't making big moves because you need to be in a position to power she's useless you have to be in a position to power to pull off big moves so like you have to win an hoh here and there you have to win a veto here and there like you have to go ahead and, and do these things and if you don't do them then i can't call you a winner you can't i don't think you can win big brother not having won any comps that's a personal thing that i don't i just don't think you can do Cause like in the jury, like what are they gonna, like, I don't see how she could beat out anyone in the house right now. Yep. Maybe Christmas, but that's like. Yeah. But she's I, not. I, gonna I don't know make what she, I don't know what she says for her 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 jury speech. I don't know what she says. I I don't know when so because someone will go up to her and be like, "What's a big game move you made?" I think she'd have to say when she flipped, and I think it is a, a good. I think it was a good game move. I think it was actually a, a very good game move. Was flipping and pinning the extra vote on David. That was a good move, actually. The only problem is, is that she had to go ahead and lie to Davon's face. Davon, so she's much. not gonna get over that. No, and I wouldn't either. She lied to she lied to her face, like she's like like swear on God, and she's like on God, I I didn't I didn't vote to evict like Bailey, like I or who or was it? David. It was David. And, from, no, 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 no. But it was David. Who who were they voting for? It was David, and no, no. David was the third vote. Oh, who was it? I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, it was Ian. Oh, it was Ian. You're right. It was Ian. the Ian vote. It was it was Ian versus Tyler, right? Yeah. Was it? I think it was Ian versus Tyler. Um, and uh, they all voted out Tyler. And especially because Davon, like from the beginning, she was saying how like she wants to take like either Bailey to the end or David to the end. Yeah. So she like, Dave would David would do like some stupid game move or wrong her, and she'd always come crawling back. So yep. I feel like that was really scummy of Nicole. To know how tight she was with David, yeah, and how like the length she went through to protect him. Well, so, so I mean, like you didn't even see any of the stuff behind the scenes, but there was a lot of controversy around that, like, um, and like Davon gave her like two or three times. Yeah, to well, no, no, more, no, 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 no. So, so here's the thing, right? You see it on the on the show. I think it came up four or five, six times on the show. It was done, like on the the on eviction day. It was practically done hourly. Like like Davon constantly no she I can I can count specifically probably f- twelve to fifteen times where where Davon went up to Nicole and said you voted to to save Ian right and she's like yes I voted to save Ian great Nicole my voice. my Nicole impression is actually okay <laughs> um but yeah I do it enough it's like I know I voted to save Ian um but her lying through her teeth 15 times over and over and over and over and over again swear on god swear on your swear on your mom swear on your blood like she didn't care she was swearing on whatever she was she was gonna lie her way all the way through and honestly like she had no other choice if she was taking it that far and like swearing on everything and saying like i didn't do it 15 times why would you tell her in the diary? Tell her at the end of the game. No, because you have to tell her in the diary because she's going to go and, and hang out with Ian and then she's going to hang out with, with Kevin. She's going to hang out with... like I, 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 it, yeah, It's I better guess. that she hear it from you to know that it's her, to know that it's your move. That's what people use the diary room for. And that's that's one of the things where like we were talking about it earlier and be like, be like, oh, does everyone record a diary room? And I was like, yeah. And then you're like, what happens if someone doesn't want to record one? I was like, I guess they don't have to, but it's very important for you to do it, especially if you're trying to get to the end. Because when you're playing the game 
Um, it's important that people know the moves that you made. It's also important that they don't know the moves that you made while you're in the house or else they're going to see you as a big threat. So make your move. Say, ah, yeah, it was the it was the assassins. We did it to you. Ba-pow. Like, like you got to go ahead and, and take, your, take your shot when you got to take your shot, but then go ahead and claim your kill. Like, like, go ahead and claim your dog tag. Like, that's what you got. You, you just, you just got rid of of uh, Joe Schmo out of the house. Like, you just got rid of Janelle. Go ahead and claim it. Dance on that grave. You got rid of Janelle. You got rid of one of the best big brother players of all time. You just got rid of Tyler. Go ahead, Enzo. Go there and flex on him in, in your in your dr. Say, oh yeah, we've been lifelong friends, but you know when things come to happen, just remember that I was the one that flipped. I didn't flip when you and Christmas flipped and I made you guys look like pariahs in the house. I made you guys look like outliers. That's what I did. I made that move. I'm Enzo. Don't forget the name. Vote for me for president. Like, <laughs> like that's, that is, that is the, the strategy. Jury management is as much a strategy in the house. It's also a strategy in terms of how you evict people. Jury management has always been a huge question in my head. Go ahead. Because it's, kind of out of your control about how bitter someone could be it is but there are things you can do to mitigate it there's risk there's always risk with with getting rid of somebody and making a move in the house there's so much risk and you got to be able to weigh it um with with jury management so much of it is can i make this person respect my game move more than their personal opinion towards me having been the one to make the move to evict you from the house can I go ahead and say, hey, it was really important for me to get you out of this game, Tori, because you know what? If I didn't get you out at the final five when I had the opportunity to take my shot right now, I don't think I could have beat you. I don't think I could have beat you in the end, Tori. And that's why I had to take you out. And then that that bit of flattery or something like that along those lines usually where you can be like, hey, listen, it's just game. I still like you as a person. I never lied to you. I never wanted to hurt you, but I took you as far as I could. And, you know, when it came time to it, I knew that I knew that it was going to be tougher to get you out. I might not might never have this chance again. That's very important. That's extremely, extremely important with Big Brother. I feel like Kevin was an idiot when he went to Cody and was like, if you put me on the block and I get an evict, like that's evicted. just that's a desperation move that that's textbook big brother desperation Kevin screamed desperation the entire season i had no bit of sympathy for him because he was he all he did was complain and whine he, he complained he whined and when, cried when he was on the block he would just be like oh poor me like shut up yeah <laughs> the um the the worst part about this season because I, I don't even know if I think we're talking about this episode. That, so let's let's I'll touch touch on the episode a little bit. But remind me, the worst thing about this season was that the 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 lower people, the lowest people on the totem pole, like all the stragglers, never once banded together. Never once banded together. I was actually thinking about never that. not once banded together because they could have like how many stragglers? Like there were like a like you could have. I mean, there's only there was only six seven people in power. It was the the committee and Enzo. They could have made it a fun season. They could have. The thing is, they just didn't. They didn't bring it up. But we'll talk about the se- the episode a little bit because we're already like forty five. Oh my god, fifty <laughs> minutes into the episode, and I think we'll just whatever. POV comp. I didn't really like it that much. Actually, no. I think she thought it was kind of okay. It was weird. I I'd never we're seen it before. Last the, night. The POV from tonight. No. Tonight was. No, last night. Sorry, I watched them back to back. Um. Wait. That was the they used the pictures to create the story or whatever, and like Cody won by like he won like with like five minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I thought it was weird that Tyler and Christmas just didn't they timed out. Both of them got twenty five minutes and they didn't get a chance to finish. And I was like, that's very weird. Cody won another veto. Cody won his sixth comp. Cody Cody can't compete in Hoh next week. I think he thinks he's a little vulnerable. Christmas if Christmas wins the Hoh tonight, we'll find out in it soon. Actually, I'll if, find out who wins. If Christmas soon. wins, it's gonna be Cody and Nicole. Uh, yes, it is. It is. It is going to be Cody. It it has to be Cody and Nicole. Um, Christmas is worst case scenario. I think Memphis is worst case scenario for Cody as well. Actually, no, he's in the wise guys. No, uh, I think he's going to put, he's going to put up Nicole for sure because he's not aligned with Nicole, but whatever it is, we'll find out like I'll, I'll find out. You won't find out until Sunday. Um, but I'll know in, in like a couple hours, probably an hour and a half, whether, uh, whether, Memphis wins, uh, or whoever wins, um, the HOH. Um, so then there was the Tyler, the part where Tyler, Tyler made a move, which reminded me of 
of Tyler from Big Brother 20, which was like misting. So you know what misting is? No. Misting is putting up such a good facade that someone basically becomes completely convinced that that you're right, even if you could be completely lying. It's it's lying, but it's it's lying and persuading uh, on a level where like people buy into what you're actually saying. So I could lie directly to your face, Tori. I could say, Tori, I love that sweatshirt. Nothing like a Nantucket sweatshirt. That's very cool. I like it a lot. Um, or you're making me self-conscious. Yeah, I know that was the idea. I was just looking down your outfit and being like, trash, trash, trash. Um, but uh, misting is basically enveloping someone in in so much gameplay and such a complex story that there's no other choice but for them to believe it and to kind of fall under your spell. It's basically like like witchcraft. I I equate it to like conversational witchcraft. Um, so Tyler did tried to do that with Enzo today. Or in last night's episode. It might have been today's episode. I'm getting confused. I th- It was last night's episode. It was last night's episode. Um, Enzo goes and or Tyler pulls Enzo across and goes like, Enzo, listen. There's this thing called the committee. Right? There's this, there's this alliance. Six people. It's crazy because we're at the final six and you're still here. Right? That means one of the final six is gone. It means one of the committee has gone. Enzo goes, whoa, bro. Who, yo, like who is... Bro, come on, bro. Yo, like who was who was in the who was in the six? Who was in the final? Who was in the committee? Tyler goes, okay. It was Danny, Nicole. It was it was uh it was a uh, fucking Memphis. It was uh the fucking other one, whatever. My my thing is wrong. My thing is bad. My 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 replay is bad of this. He listed off the six members of the committee and it goes, it was me too. I was also in it. And then he goes like, wow, but Danny was in it, but she was out last week. Tyler goes, yeah, that's because I saved you. Tyler didn't save him during the during the double. Didn't save him during the triple at all. Like, they, he, he chose to... I mean, technically he did. Technically he could have put up Enzo, but that wasn't the case anyway. He was never going to put up Enzo. That's misting. Um, that's when Enzo came back around and was like, was like, started laughing. And he's like, oh my God, like, how did you... And then like in the DR, he's like laughing his ass off. He's like, ha ha ha, like there's no way. Like, like I, Cody already told me about this, bro. Like, come on, yo. Like, who do you think you are? You think you're a better player than me? No, I'm better than you. Um, I'm the meow meow. I'm the meow meow. Tyler thinks he's... Tyler, that move worked on Fessy. It worked on Scotty. That move worked on everybody so many times. And it's not... It It's... Enzo's I think Enzo's been around the block too many times he's too tight with Cody like the move that move worked over and over and over again in Tyler's season Tyler was able to do that to anyone he wanted for whatever reason he wanted yeah because he's got like Tyler's got like very charming Tyler is extremely charming he is I think I would fall under Tyler's charm if I was in the big brother house easy I would I'd be I'd be doing Tyler's bidding all day long I think but um I think that uh Enzo is a smarter player and and he wasn't going to go ahead and fall under that spell. Tyler just kind of lucked out. It just that was it was a good shot. It was worthy of a good shot um to be like, "Hey, I saved you. I they they all wanted you gone. Cody wanted you gone." And Enzo's like, "Oh, bro, you think Cody really wanted me gone?" Meanwhile, Cody was the one who told him about the committee like he didn't want him gone. He's got a final two with him. Like he it he took his shot. It didn't plan it didn't pan out. Tyler's a very smart player still. I I don't look at Tyler really any different in this season than I did before, except for the fact that he wanted to quit. That was such a soft move. Not even a soft move. It was just like there's so much mystique around it still. Is like Tyler wanted to quit, and then he went and talked to like production, I guess, tried to convince him not to because it was like a forfeit and he would have lost his money and stuff like that. See, I'm confused on... Like, sure, I bet he felt guilt, but like no, I don't think anyone would make like a game move so personal well also they didn't i don't know why he would have felt guilt because he didn't do anything well he just put bailey and dave on up together no he did not didn't he no that was not his hoh someone else put bailey and dave on so up. what did he do that he was so guilty like he felt so guilty about uh he felt guilty because he had lied to or he had told bailey and dave on that uh danny and nicole were coming for them and told danny and nicole that bailey and dave on were coming for them he had told, like, he had, like, told both sides. And that's what he felt guilty about because I think it was, I don't remember who put him up on the block. But someone put him up on the block, uh, Bailey and Davon, and he felt that it was his fault. But it absolutely wasn't his fault that week. They were going to come for them anyway. They were on the bottom of the house. They, they were going to come for them. It didn't even matter. So 
Tyler felt super guilty. Went up and was like, "I'm gonna sacrifice myself for you guys. Like, like vote me out. Like, I want to go." And then he talked to to um after that, Bailey was going and, and shit talking his name still. Bailey was like, "Yeah, I don't care what he does. Even if he even if he saves me saves us this week, like I don't trust him. Like I think he's you think he's got ulterior motives. I don't trust him." And then Tyler's like, "Wait, you are you saying if I don't like <laughs> I'm sacrificing my entire game for you? I'm I'm offering to leave, and then you're still not gonna like me and respect me as a person? Fine, I'm staying." Like like Bailey shot that in the foot. Oh no, because it was it was the Christmas had put them both up. I think because it was uh, the final two thing. It's like it's like you're 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 uh, oh my god no it was the uh, it's like you're my untouchable. That's what it was. It was the untouchables okay. thing. Oh yeah. What is what is personal game information? Um, <laughs> but yeah. So uh, so yeah. So Tyler Tyler's out now. Tyler's out. Um, Which. I kind of like okay because Christmas. I'm just gonna go off about her. Um, I feel like she was given a <laughs> go second. Go off, sis. <laughs> I feel like she was given a second chance because she broke her foot <laughs> the first time and was not at full. Like she hyped herself up as a competitor, but she couldn't really compete. Yeah, as well as she wanted to. Right. So I think they were just like, shut this girl up. Like, give her like. Give her a season where she's not hurt. See how she does. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And she was so loyal to Tyler. I feel like he kind of blinded her. She's she To me, she isn't a good Big Brother player because she's very team-oriented. Yeah. And I think she struggles with actually separating the, um, the, the need to be individualistic and actually make moves for yourself over was, being like, like, rah, rah, committee. Like, we was, are committee. She was the most committee-focused member and it really annoyed me whenever she'd mention it. She did the same thing with Paul in his season and stuff like that. Like she 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 rides hard for her for her people, but she's not really making game moves for herself. She's doing everything she's doing is in the best interest of her alliance, which I guess is a good move. She's a great team player. She's someone I want to go to war with. Um, she's definitely not someone I want to go to war against because she's gonna go ahead and and make it a committee issue and then just <laughs> target me. So, but I feel like she like. I just lost my train of thought. No, it's all right. No, because I think Christmas is, I think Christmas is in the house still because she is a she's a, she's a, she wins comps. She wins comps. She does what she has to do. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and ask you um, a couple questions. Well, give me one thing that you think. And this is kind of put you on the spot. So if you need any help, I can offer you some suggestions. But one thing that you think is actually going to help, what what what's one way they could fix Big Brother next year? It could be anything. What's one thing that you think needs to be fixed? And, or what's one way that you think something they can fix a major glaring issue? I don't really know because I feel like it's all, all the issues I'm seeing with it, I guess, boil down to casting in a way because yeah. like they're casting a bunch of sheep. What do you mean? Like, no one thinks for themselves in a way, Mm -hmm. I think. It's all just like, and it all goes back to the, uh, all the big moves being played out in the the end. No one wants to stray too far. I feel like they need like more like bold people, more stubborn people that are like butt heads. I feel like they kind of need to like plan that out, like get opposites. So when you talk about casting... And I, that's one of my main things is I think they need to cast more super fans. Yeah. Like more, more people that are fans of the show and understand what makes a good, good season of television. Like us three. Yeah. Right. You, me, Andrew. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, also our brother. I Uh, forgot. Yeah. Brennan too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Him him too. (laughs) But uh, yes. No, I agree. I agree. I think a lot of it stems back with having entertaining people on TV. Big Brother 17 was entertaining. Johnny Mac was entertaining. Johnny Mac was very entertaining. Vanessa Russo was entertaining. Even Austin was entertaining. They all, like, like James in in Big Brother 17 was entertaining. Um, Meg was entertaining, and she was out super early. Davon was in that season, too. Yeah. Like, like that was a good, 
season. They were entertaining people on TV the entire way out. Because they all had different personalities. Yeah, they all they all had different personalities. It seemed like they were all actually playing and trying to win. It seemed like they were they were actual rival alliances in the house. That doesn't that never happens. Like that that now there are like no such thing as like rival alliances. It's like this mega cog industrial alliance that just like chews up the the other people until they have to like cannibalize yeah. themselves. So like I don't know like if they can like I don't know if there's any anything they can change. I think or, it, it all stems with, you know, you can't really change the gameplay that much, but what you can do is you can just put better people, be- better input. I, I think better people is the only way that they're going to make this show better. Good input produces good output. If you start out with trash, you're going to end up with trash. That's just kind of what you're ending up with. You, if you throw in a whole bunch of Memphis, Memphises, Memphi, Memphi. <laughs> when you throw in a whole bunch of Memphi and Dani, you end up with, with a trash season. Um, but yeah, I don't want any more Danai. Well, sorry, so give me your final. This is the the final two questions. Who do you? And we'll just keep them super simple. Um, who do you think is going to win this season? You already asked me that. I did, but um, I got to go with Enzo. Okay, and who do you think is the next eliminated? Not because you don't know the HOH, and we don't know the HOH. We're recording this Thursday night before the West Coast feeds have opened up, so we don't know who is actually won. I want to say Nicole. You think just Nicole? She is the least protected. Okay. All right. So there you have it. Um, Tori Soothsayer, uh, medicine man, uh, uh, omens, omen provider. I don't know. Like, what is your witch doctor? Witch doctor. That's, is that that's where some, you're going that's for? That's someone who does something. A mystic. Um, yeah, I, I was. I ran out of weird. I didn't know synonyms. if I was picking up the. You you were close. Um, but I didn't even really know where I was going with it. Um, those are her predictions, and mine are. I think. Yeah, I think Nicole goes home this. Oh, yeah, I think Nicole goes home this week. Um, actually, no, nope, screw it. I think Christmas goes home this week. I think Christmas goes as home much this as week. As I wanted her to, I had. Yep. To go nope. Nicole. Nope. Nope. I'm changing. I think Christmas goes home this week. I think Enzo is the most safe. I think Enzo is going to win. Maybe not win Hoh, but um, I think he's going to win the entire season. That's what I have there. I think Christmas is going ahead and go home this week. She's the easiest out. She's the safest move for everyone there. She's she's only in one alliance with two people, and she's not really in an alliance with Enzo that much, and she's kind of only tight with. Uh, Memphis so um, and Memphis might even be pressured to go ahead and put her up on the block but um, so those are those that's pretty much all we had to really cover from this I mean the episodes were kind of weak but like I said we don't really care about the episodes as much this is more just about talking about Big Brother with my pals I am pals you are pals Um, and gotta say thanks Anthony for bringing me on how did it go what did you think I gotta say i like podcasting it's really cool Podcasting's right? really fun it's really cool i could sit here and talk all night yeah right about big brother we just talked for a full hour and it didn't even feel like an hour that's what i'm saying i sat down and i got comfortable yeah it's just a conversation yeah it's just just a couple just a couple pals hashing it out just it just is. just shooting the breeze <laughs> um so hopefully reality wagon um whatever you guys call yourself what do you have a do you have a name for your fans uh uh pioneers <laughs> <laughs> our fan base are pioneers um well all I hope... aboard the reality wagon <laughs> we're heading west <laughs> um well i hope i can be on on another episode before i think the, we can arrange that before i think we can arrange the that season ends so all the pioneers can uh, <laughs> <laughs> so i can connect with the pioneers again i think that can be arranged um so we're we're gonna go ahead and we'll, we'll work on some things here. Do you watch Survivor? I have. Um, I do enjoy Survivor. Survivor's the next one that we're doing when it comes back. We don't know when it comes back. It might come back next year. I haven't really heard. I haven't followed up. But um, Survivor's. We're, we're gonna go ahead and we're gonna keep it. We're gonna keep it floating between Survivor and Big Brother. We I we both really like both shows. Survivor's my fa- or Big Brother's my favorite show. Um, Andrew really likes Survivor too. So. Um, we're we're both just gonna go right into that one after this one's done after after it comes back of course um after this whole this whole pesky pandemic thing passes huh Uh, what about these trying times huh i just want to be able to go to the grocery store (laughs) um but yeah so uh thank you so much tori for coming on you did it thank you you did a really good job i'll be honest with you i didn't know if you were gonna have it in you uh but that mic came on and it became a hollywood tori those bright lights big city baby 
There we go. Yep. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you, Tori. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Big Brother Reality Wagon podcast. Um, you can listen to this as always on iTunes and on Spotify. On Spotify, you can go ahead and toss us a follow. You get an automatic download directly to your device. It's really cool. We love those downloads. Um, if you listen to us on the podcast app, on the iTunes podcast app, um, you can go ahead and subscribe to us. Those get automatic downloads as well, which are super cool. Love those. Um, additionally, you have the opportunity to give us a five star and a comment. The five stars and the comments go super far. They help us out a lot because we show up in related search terms. It shows up as a podcast that a lot of people listen to and a lot of people engage with on our side. Um, those are great. We love that so much. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for any time you do that. Um, we are, we just saw an uptick in our, in our listens again, which is huge. So we love that. Just knowing that people actually like what we do and we do get engagement and people listen to us and stuff like that. It's, it's cool. It's cool. It's really, really cool. Um, sometimes I feel like I'm talking into the echo chamber and honestly, I don't really even mind because I, I'm a bit of an egotist and just having my own podcast gives me this power that I, I just don't seem to get in the rest of my life. See, if I wasn't here and it was just you because Andrew's in Mormon land. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Mormon Mormon vacation camp. <laughs> I feel like you could do this by yourself. I don't think I could. Really? I'm dead serious. I don't think I, do. I could because that was the originally I, the idea um, was we were going to go ahead and do this and it was going to be me just like just talking. But I don't. I need someone to bounce stuff off of. Like I need, I need to have someone that I can look in the eyes and like say words to, and that have that person like nod their head. And I'm like, yes, validation. <laughs> yes. Feed it validation. Please give it back. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think I could do this by myself. And that's why I love having people around me that also love this show. Brendan's been good. Andrew's always good. Excellent, excellent co-host. Um, and then you're, you were pretty good too. We'd have you on again for sure. Um, but yeah, so you can go ahead and follow us, engage with us. We just put up a brand new Big Brother All-Stars redraft pick. It was Andy Heron. Go ahead. Read what we had to say about Andy Heron. Andy, if you're listening, please, God, you're very active on Twitter. Just give me a retweet. It'd be huge. I'm not going to beg. I'm not going to grovel. But please, God, do it. Um, but that's on Big Brother. That's at Reality Wagon. That's at Reality Wagon on Twitter and also on Instagram. We also have Facebook and stuff, but that's whatever. We're not, we're not active on the Facebook. We just have it. Um, shoot me a DM. Engage with us. Let us know what you think about the episodes. We live tweet the episodes. We do a whole bunch of other stuff. So we're always active there. Just any time of day. I don't, I'm not really that busy. I have a full time job, but you know, come on. That's who's really paying attention. Um, so thank you again for listening to episode 19 of the Big Brother Reality Wagon podcast. My name is Anthony. And I'm Tori. And thank you so much. We'll talk to you guys later.